Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of 100 Yards Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host and producer this evening, Logan Landers, and join me to do an NFL Week 15 game preview between the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. As always, Mr. Football, Vincent Center. How are you doing this afternoon, Vincent? Hey, sir, how you doing this glorious, glorious afternoon? I'm doing well, sir. Doing well. Ready to talk some football in the NFC South. But before we get started, if you guys enjoy this episode here this evening, give us a like, follow, share, subscribe on all of our social media platforms, being on Facebook and YouTube. And of course, you can check out our podcast as well, available on all major podcast streaming platforms, thanks to the fine folks at Believe Podcast Network. Well, Mr. let's get right into it. Let's talk about the hometown team, the Atlanta Falcons, what they've been up to in the last few weeks and uh, how they can improve on their season. So, as we know, Atlanta, they lost a tough one last week to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, losing sole possession of first place. Now in a three-way tie out there in the NFC South with Tampa Bay and New Orleans. And just a tough, heartbreaking loss last week. Lost it in the final minute against Tampa Bay. But let's talk about what that team did and what they can improve on and how they can potentially beat the Carolina Panthers this week. Desmond Ritter surprised me last week, Vincent. He threw the ball 26 for 40, 347, one touchdown, one INT. A very heavy dose of him. Was not expecting him to throw the ball that much. Overall on the season, nine touchdowns, but he's got nine interceptions, 2,376 yards on a 212 out of 334 for his passing percentage there. But the thing that really, you know, when you look at this Falcons team and where they can improve, where – they just struggle, it feels like, each and every single week. I'm glad they gave Drake London the ball a lot last week. That was a nice performance. But you got to get the running game going finally. You, you know, you, you're getting around 132 per game, give or take, throughout a, a multitude of different guys. With uh, We all know Bajan Robinson, leading, leading guy there, Tyler Algier, um, who's had a little bit of a down year, uh, three and a half yards per carry for him. Robinson's had a solid year so far as a rookie. Uh, and then Ritter can get it done with his legs also. But it's really just, you know, they got to get their offensive line rolling again, Vincent. That's what's really been hurting them this year. Uh, You know, Desmond Ritter, he's been sacked 31 times. Whenever Heineke was in there as quarterback for those handful of weeks, he was sacked five times. So offensive line has just not lived up to their potential this season. Uh, And it's unfortunate for that Falcons team. They just haven't been able to get it clicking on offense. For for whatever reason, it, it, you know, it, it throws me for a loop. But looking at the, you know, the rest of this team, obviously I mentioned Drake London earlier. Had a great performance last week, 10 catches for 172 yards. Uh, he looked great. Glad to see him back in the game plan and just working the way we know that he can. But we also have guys, of course, like Kyle Pitts, who has seen a better workload here in recent weeks. He's your second best receiver, 549 on the year for him. He's got two touchdowns. And then John U. Smith, Bijan Robinson, Matt Collins, a few of the other guys pitching in. Um, on the receiving side of the ball. But when you look at the Falcons, you look at their defense, and the first guy you think of, obviously, with how well he's played this year, it's got to be Jesse Bates. He has just been a spark plug for this Falcons team. He's done great work. You see, he always comes up clutch for Atlanta for the most part when they need it, and uh, he, he's really been a he, – he's been worth the money that the Falcons gave him this offseason – Leading your team in tackles with 103. He's also, of course, got five interceptions, nine passes defended. He can do everything you need him to, and that's why he's worth the money. Rest of your team, of course, you got Cade Nellis, Richie Grant, Nate Landman, uh, David Onyemata, a few guys just to name there. 
leading sack, man. You got Arnold Ebicady. He's got five and a half. And Bud Dupree behind him with five. But overall, just, I don't know. The Falcons, like I said, they're six and seven. They've still got a chance in the South with it being just not as strong as we've seen in recent years. Um, the Falcons, I mean, you know, they're, they're pretty they're pretty much at 500. And I say that in a lot of ways because six and seven on the year. If you win this one, you'll be seven and seven. And when you look at their thing, the thing I look at, Vincent, is their points per game versus how much they give up. They get 19.3 points per game. They give up 20.7. I mean, this and with, with a team, it, we've talked about it week after week after week for this team. It's got to be on Desmond Ritter. You know, he, he's got to play good. He's got to keep the ball clean. He can't be giving up turnovers and interceptions and fumbles. Um, I mean, especially this late into the season. I mean, we're in the nitty-gritty now, and you can't be having turnovers that you were having five, six, seven weeks ago. Got to improve. You got to lock in. And I think this is the game to do so against Carolina. Vincent, what do you like about the Falcons coming into this Week 15 matchup? Well, I'm looking at a football team that's really underachieved this season. Mm. Clearly, um, you look at the Falcons roster, I think coming into the season, we said it was the best team as far as talent. And it should win at least 10 games. A lot of people saying 10 and 7, 9 and 8 at the minimum. But it goes down like this. You mentioned a good part just a few seconds ago. Two words, Desmond Ritter. In this game, on any level, I really bring this point up, point after point, time after time. If your quarterback does not play at a high level and he turns the ball over, it's going to affect your football team. Even though Mr. Ritter threw for 347 yards last week, even though Drake London had an outstanding game, 10 receptions, 172 yards. But the two turnovers that Dad from Ritter had last weekend, the interception to Carlton Davis that set up a touchdown, and then Antonio Winfield, the forced fumble, set up a safety. When you look at those two turnovers, that's nine points. In the bottom line, we don't have to go no further. The Falcons really have had a really easy time over the last few weeks. And look at the games they have left. They have the Panthers, they have the Colts, mm-hmm. they have the Bears, they have the Saints. Technically, they can win all four of those games, but I just don't know because of their quarterback play. Don't get me wrong. I was a big Dashman Ritter fan. But, man, the reality of the Falcons is that, true enough, you got offensive line injuries. Every other team that's playing right now has injuries. But the key is your quarterback, man. Your quarterback – Arthur Smith put a lot on him. He waving the fence. He betting on him. And basically, Desmond Ritter's got to play well over the next few weeks if the Falcons are going to be a team that's going to represent the NFC South in the playoffs. I don't have to say no more because when you look at a football team, different aspects of your team are going to try to play at a high level week in and week out. Young Ho Q missed two field goals last week, but technically he's been your best player. That that happens. Drake London put up a good game, but what is that for? When your quarterback, even though he threw for 347 yards, he committed two key turnovers. And you cannot have a season when you bench your quarterback, you play your backup quarterback, your backup quarterback plays just as terrible as the quarterback you had in. Hey, man, that's why you're looking at the Falcons 6-7. and And it's really a shame because the defense is played at a playoff level. Mm -hmm. You just mentioned Jesse Bates is played like a pro bowler. He's going to probably be voted to the pro bowler. It might be first-team all pro. 
But man, you cannot win when your quarterback doesn't play at a high level, and especially when he's turning the ball over. And it's going to be very interesting over these next four weeks how Desmond Ritter plays, because I just can't see going in the next season with this very talented quarterback class that's coming in 2024 that the Falcons don't really look at taking a quarterback. Well said, Mr. Turner. Well said. Now let's flip the script. Let's talk about the, uh, well, it is. They're the worst team in football. They have the worst record, uh, the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, in rebuild mode, 1-12 on the season. Their one win coming against the Houston Texans, uh, close 15-13 win a few weeks ago. Uh, but let's talk about this team and, and what they can do to potentially upset the Falcons. Uh, obviously, of course, quarterback Bryce Young, uh, you know, their top draft pick this year, nine touchdowns, nine INTs. Uh, just a little bit over 2,000 yards, uh, a 58.5% completion percentage. But the thing that gets me, Vince, he's been sacked 48 times this year. That is just, ugh. Man, that, that was what we saw with Joe Burrow for all those years in, in Cincinnati, back when, you know, which caused him to get hurt, uh, just, just getting sacked so much. So, yes, we got to improve on that. If you're the Falcons, you got to exploit that weakness. You got to get to the quarterback. Running game, you're led by Chuba Hubbard, 644 on the season for him, four touchdowns. Uh, you know, Miles Sanders, who was there, I mean, also one of their big free agent acquisitions, um, hasn't done a whole lot this season. He's been kind of underwhelming. Um, 115 carries for him, just under 200 yards, or just under 400 yards. Um, and now, you know, he, he's been kind of relegated to that backup role uh, for this season, which is, which is definitely not what you want from one of your bigger uh, free agent signings. Uh, receiving game, you're led by Adam Thielen, uh, who's got 827 yards, 85 grabs for the veteran there. He's got four touchdowns leading your team. And you've got some young guys, of course, like Jonathan Mingo, DJ Shark, um, former Atlanta Falcon, Hayden Hurst, uh, but also a few guys like Terrace Marshall Jr. to round out your receiving core. Uh, but the defense for Carolina, you've got guys like Frankie Louvu, Derek Brown, who've been putting in work, but with those guys, your top guys in terms of tackles. Um, and when you look at this team, of course, we know uh, – Brian Burns, linebacker, he, he, he's you know definitely their, their bright spot on defense. He's got six sacks on the season. Uh, he's got six of Carolina's 20. And when you look in the back in the uh, secondary, you've got Troy Hill, Xavier Woods, both those guys putting in some nice work this year. 52 passes defended, seven INTs. Uh, but like I said, Vincent, it's, just, it's tough for Carolina. They've already went through a coaching change this season. Uh, and I just mentioned Brian Burns. He didn't practice on Wednesday, so we're not even sure if he's going to play. Uh, it remains to be seen. So what it, what can Carolina do to pull off a big upset here? I'm going to say this in uh, kind words today. Go ahead. Uh, right now, the situation in Carolina is very, very bad to a level of garbage. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to put a lot of really blame on Bryce Young because he's a rookie. Uh, obviously, i tell you the truth. I take my hats off to him to take 48 sacks and be on a football team that's 1-12. But anytime you fire your head coach with that much time in the season, that's telling me it's that function. And then you hear other coaches was texting the owner what Coach Wright was doing. Mm -hmm. Then, hey, what, what do you expect over there in Carolina? Um, this is a team that's reeling, man. They got some good players. Derek Brown, J.C. Horn, the corner is hurt right now. Um Chubbett Herbert is a nice football player. But let's face it, look what Carolina's did over the years, man. They had Sam Donald as taking snaps as a quarterback. They had Baker Mayfield as a quarterback. They took Mike Correll last in the third round. He's nowhere to be found. None of those quarterbacks are on the roster. Right. 
And then you bring in Bryce Young, um, a guy that came into a situation. Obviously, you had a head coach in Frank Wright in his first year there. You think that he's going to have some time. But when you have an owner, and I'll call him Jerry Jones, too, and you want instant gratification, this is what happens to a franchise. The Falcons should win this football game. And I'm going to tell you this. If the Falcons lose to the Carolina Panthers on Sunday, you better be watching out for the 901. Arthur Smith might be looking for another place at the end of this season. This is a game the Falcons should win. It's no excuse. You got a football team that's going backwards. You got a rookie quarterback that right now doesn't know which way he's going. You got a losing football team, one in 12. I don't want to hear it. The bottom line is that the Carolina Panthers are a team that's looking to play for next year. And they're possibly mm-hmm. looking for a new head coach. Our rumors are Bill Belichick is going to be the next new head coach with the Carolina Panthers next year. But that's being said, this is a crucial last four games for the Atlanta Falcons, man. The Panthers, the Indianapolis Colts, the Chicago Bears, and New Orleans Saints. Arthur Smith, I think, is a very good coach, but I think not getting off what our first original come say, can Carolina upset Atlanta? The answer for me is no. But Arthur Smith, it's been a weird year when this football team looks like they're going to turn the corner. And you got all these playmakers. I'm speaking of the Falcons. You got a Cal Pitts. You got a Drake London. You got a B. John Robinson. You got a Tyler Algier. You got a Cordell Patterson. And granted, you've had injuries in the offensive line, but man, can you imagine right now we flip scripts and we had Justin Fields on the center? Mm. You know, we could we could we could imagine, and it could be a possibility. It could be. That's what I'm saying. Can you imagine? And right now the Falcons had Justin Fields on the center. But that being said, that's what happens when you put your marbles in a quarterback that was taken in the third round and hadn't played a lot of football. And I'm gonna say this: I think the biggest change in why the Falcons are struggling this year than last year. After the Falcons lost to Cincinnati last year, I said to myself, that's when the Falcons need to make a move and start dancing rhythm. Well, they waited, I think, what, three or four more games down the road. At that time, in my heart, in my thinking, the Atlanta Falcons would be a better football team because Dancing Riddle would have had a lot more experience. Not saying that as an excuse is play, but I think that would have been a big, big kind of occurrence of where he's going right now as a quarterback. Because at the end of the day, these last four games, I don't care how well you play offensively, that's what really can't keep having an alarming turnover rate. It's going to cost the Falcons. And his two turnovers last week cost the Falcons. Nine points that was given to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. That's my final words here on 100 Yards Football. All right, Vincent. My final score for this one, like you said, this is a game that Atlanta should win, right? This the, All signs are pointing to a W. I get they're on the road. It'll be a little tougher. But when you look at these two matchups, these two teams, Atlanta should, should I say, get the win in this because you, you never know. You never know with Atlanta. They can either come out here and they can just, you know, blow the doors off Carolina or they could win by three with no time left on the clock. Or they could always lose. You never know. So, with that being said, final score for me in this one, 
I'll go the Atlanta Falcons getting the W. I'll go final score 24 to 14. Vincent, your final score? Atlanta Falcons should win easily 27 to 10. All right. We all heard it here, here first, folks. If you enjoyed the video, give us a like, follow, share, and subscribe. Facebook and YouTube, and of course, on our podcast platform. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, thanks to the Believe Podcast Network. Mr. Football Vince Center, it's always a pleasure, my friend. I've been your host, producer Logan Landers. We'll talk to you all again on another live episode. We'll see you soon. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.